Set one hour countdown. Okay, it's set, and the suspense is killing me. <laughs> what a hey everyone, mm. welcome to another podcast. As you just heard by uh, our lovely British Siri, we've got an hour's time frame. Why, you ask? Well, because I've got a lot of shit to do. We're actually recording this one week earlier than we normally would, so I. This is Owen's uh, fault. It's a, yeah, it's a rushed. I would say rushed. It's a trimmed podcast. So if you're expecting master debater, it's out of here. If you're, what other features do we have? I don't know. We have. But there's a lot of things that are cut. We have things that you will not hear. I don't know if you can tell, but Owen and I are actually talking 15 percent faster than usual. So I just want to apologize for that, and I will quickly say. Get involved with the podcast. Email us at contact at a... <laughs> contact. Quickly. You don't have to be quick. Always, you can contact us at Wave of Absurdity at Hotmail... <laughs> God damn it! All right. You just come in with the email thing. As always, you can uh, email us. Get involved with the show. Just uh, contact at waveofabsurdity.com. And, uh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I have to interrupt you because I'm in a special, special scenario here. I am home alone. I know this excites you. Start setting traps for the would-be burglars that are going to come in your home. Yeah, I don't have, unfortunately, a uh, a manly... Uh, itinerary for this weekend and I realized that whenever whenever the missus is away for a while that her hair is always here <laughs> to remind me it's a nice memento it is well it's a sensation and I think a lot of people are on board with it maybe not with hair but perhaps with um Hot gooey cheese on a pizza or something. Uh, have you ever had a hair? St- All right, so she's gone. I could start baking something tonight and, you know, pop it out, have a big bite of it. There will be a long hair of hers attached to it. And I won't notice till half of it's in my fucking esophagus <laughs> and the other is still on my tongue. Have you ever had that happen with, like, hot cheese? Yeah, yeah, I've had uh, like spaghetti. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, so there's that sensation where you're not sure: do I let it go down? Should I try pulling it up? That's uh. Yeah, you always pull out, pull it out. Do you? Sometimes I try to flex it down, just because I feel like I should. Why? Because I should have that type of control over but my hair body. But digest in your stomach. It's just gonna be yeah, like a well, cat's furball in there. Well, not with the hair. I'm just saying that's going to be the... Yeah, but how much hair have you eaten in your life, you know? Well, enough. I've been with her for a very long time, and she's always had well, long hair, and it's always been like... Arr, arr. It's like 20 years or so, so that's like 20 years of hair eating. Well, so I'm sure right. you got like a golf-sized ball of hair in there. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, at least once every two months. I have no idea if that's conservative or not, but in my head... Okay, you know what? No more than... 
three a year. How about that? I yeah. So all right, automatically that's at least thirty hairs. But it's longer than ten years, so we're gonna go with forty <laughs> as a baseline of. Why are you eating your wife's hair? I don't, I don't <laughs> understand. Why it you makes just me feel so close. <laughs> no, it's not voluntary. Um, although maybe I should start eating her nail clippings too, and then I but will be a part of her, and she will be a part of me. Honey, come look at my poo. Do you get freaked out? Um. Less so as the years go on. At least I know where her hair has been. She takes very good care of her hair. So do you have the, like the same dilemma when you're at like a restaurant or a fast food place and you feel some hair in your mouth? Do you just try and swallow that as well? Well, no. I tend to need to know. You know, I don't want to just swallow it without knowing what it is. If I can pull it out far enough to see, then all right, that's her hair. But if it's like this huge blonde hair, oh shit. She's going to be upset if I start eating another chick's hair. <laughs> no. No, I don't, I don't order it when we're out. No. Okay. But I don't... <laughs> I don't understand why you just wouldn't, like, get it out to begin with. Well, all right, how about like, this? You've got to it's, make it It's less of a gaggy affair, okay, if you just let it go down. If you've been in the cheese scenario, you know that pulling it out, it's kind of a gross thing. Uh, if you're trying to impress somebody, oh, as well, to you should, uh, how are you trying to fucking impress? ectoplasm out of your throat? It's not who the way. What? Mm. what? What scenario was that ever going to happen? That you're trying to impress someone as you're eating stringy, gooey, hairy cheese? All right, not trying to impress them, but trying hard not to unimpress them. By well, why don't you just go into another room? What? Oh. Holding a piece of pizza that's connected to something in your gut by a long strand of cheese or you hair? You cut the cheese. Well, oh, oh, yeah. Let me just whip out my scissors. No, you get your finger around the cheese and you just wind. Oh, well, well, well. Look, Mister reacts to his cheesy scenarios with such dedication and preparation. We're all not like you, Christ. Christ, you upset me. You're ruining my home alone feelings. Yeah, right. If you took an x-ray of my stomach, you would see nothing. There'd be no hairs in there. It'd be pristine. Mm. <laughs> you look at yours, there's pubes and all sorts down there. Who said pubes? Christ, you finger somebody in one private video. He gets all, oh, you've got other people's pubes in your stomach. Speaking of other people, OPP. <laughs> you down with OPP? Other people's... Um, what's something to do with vocals or recordings that starts with P? Other people's programming. No, other people's... Pronunciations. Other people's pronunciations. OPR. You done with other people recording? That was a smooth segue, if ever I had one. Yeah. Words, this baby. This is the part of the show where you actually get to be involved. Sure, you can email us, but what's better than getting involved with your own voice, which you could do at vocaroo.com. You don't need any third-party things. If you've got a microphone, you just go to the site, click record, send us the link. Job's done. It's as easy as that. It's as easy as, easy as eating hairy cheese. <laughs> I never said the two were combined. Mm, mm -hmm. Interesting. So we've got, uh, we've got two, and I say two. It's, it's more one and one that we're going to be playing but not accepting in the future and that's text-to-speak programs uh, we would rather you use your voice 
than a computer, but uh, since we didn't stipulate any rules beforehand, we're going to let this one slide. So uh, let's play the, uh, the joke that a computer has to tell us. What did the man get when rubbing a genie's magic lamp? To spend the rest of his life in the psychiatric ward for severe schizophrenia. Well, that was an anti-joke if ever I heard one. Ha-ho! <laughs> no reason to sound so bent out of shape, even though, you know, robots are pretty cool in my book. I don't know why we're not accepting emails from the robot population. Take it up with Owen. They're not in our demographic. All right, I don't care. We're moving on to the very first history in the making right here. The very first vocaroo by... Monique. None other than. Oh, exactly. We used to have lots of regular emails, email errors, but uh, a lot of them have dropped off, but Monique has been there, and uh, she's at the forefront now with Vocaroo. So uh, big props to uh, Monique for taking the plunge and being the first one to do it. We're not so bad. You know, it's not so scary. Yeah. yeah. Please, and, um, uh, everybody, turn down your audio. Give your full audio attention right here. Take it away, Monique. This is a poem that I discovered in my AP English class. It's called Richard Corey by Edwin Arlington Robinson. I really enjoyed it, so here we go. Whenever Richard Corey went downtown, we people on the pavement looked at him. He was a gentleman from soul to crown, clean-favored, and imperially slim. And he was always quietly arrayed, and he was always human when he talked, but still he fluttered pulses when he said, Good morning, and he glittered when he walked. And he was rich, yes, richer than a king, and admirably schooled in every grace. In fine, we thought that he was everything, to make us wish that we were in his place. So on we worked, and waited for the light, and went without the meat, and cursed the bread. And Richard Corey, one calm summer night, went home and put a bullet through his head. Well, that was certainly an unexpected ending. Makes you think, doesn't it? Unfortunately, I hate that shit. I hate that make you think shit. But uh, no, I get the gist of the poem. Hey, look at that guy. He's got it going on. He's got everything. Ah, oh. does it remind you of anyone in particular? Ah, uh, you? Why me? <laughs> oh no, you look like you got everything going on. Oh well, thanks. <laughs> you know, popping boners in the back of pickup. <laughs> that was a long whatnot. time ago. I'm not allowed Stealing to do from, that. From kids and whatnot, you know. I think you've. When you've did I steal from on. kids? You've you've done it all. So I don't know. I don't think there's. Well, I I meant more the star caliber. Uh, you know, Robin Williams, very recognizable. Uh, lots of. Yeah, I'm just throwing that out there because I know that's who you were thinking of. All right. Well, let's not let's not sully. The fact that Monique sent it's something. already sullied. Well, it's because you already brought it up. Editing-wise, people won't know this. How but did I bring it you've up? You've been all Robin Williams this and Robin Williams that. I get it, but it's over with. A rather biting way to have his memory in our podcast. Thanks, Monique. <laughs> That's all right. We do not believe that was your intent to make Owen upset. So we will obviously be in tune for other emails that contain vocaroos. Uh, Monique, again, thank you. 
Uh, let us, if you're in the emailing mood, perhaps you can chime in on this matter. Owen thinks okay. I'm a freak for this, but um, <clears throat> before we hit an email, I just want to ask if anybody likes their uh, their their pastries, their confectionaries, your little cakes, your Twinkies, your uh, Sarah Lees. What are some British versions? Uh, your little crumpets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, whatever you have in Hobbitville or whatever. Uh, do you... Does anybody out there like them cold? Um, when I was growing up, I had a, a friend that he always froze them. His neighbor worked for uh, Hostess or whatever, drove a cupcake truck, delivered cupcakes. So they always had cupcakes. Very obese. Died. as a shame. But they always had cupcakes. <laughs> And you made me laugh at a dead man. We just <laughs> loved them cold. Cupcakes, not the dead people. I don't want you to get Owen's words confused with mine. They are delicious when they are almost frozen. Anything that's cream-filled, um, I don't know. Something about the texture that adds to the taste. So, let us know. Let us know. I need to know. More than I need to know about some weird tentacle raping thing that I saw at a play. I need to know if you've had any sort of cakes at a near freezing temperature because you feel they're better. Contact. Nobody does that. At wave. People do it. I'm telling you. Who has the time to do that? I'm going to have to get uh, uh, separate testimonials. I don't feel... I feel that the pod while it reaches certain viewership might not expand enough to include the people that enjoy cold pastries. Because there's none out there. So, we did get an email that I feel, Owen, uh, we should address, if you will. Um, sure. I'd like to point out that that robot vocaroo was from Owen Schmoen. <laughs> Thanks, Owen. Owen Schmoen. Oh. Actually, we did receive one. This is from uh, Mr. Blobby. Hey, hi, I am Joe. I've listened to this podcast for years and have a problem, which I will say later. Firstly, I want to congratulate Owen for not mentioning Hitler in a while, because we all know that is what Phil is. Hitler. Anyway, I can't access the Facebook, probably because I got banned when I was hacked. I will trust Owen because Phil is Hitler and Hitler cannot be trusted. Also, Owen will love some of my stuff and will probably congratulate me on my porn findings and lube ideas. I'm willing to bet that that means he's going to trust you with the suitcase of secrets. Yeah, yeah it's pronunciation, pronunciation. Uh, grammar is what I'm trying to get at. goes a long way. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this email doesn't really have it. it but It's kind of a drunken... Well, what I like is that he says, "I, I have a problem which will I say, which I will say later." Never mentions it again. <laughs> I know. Well, maybe his problem is either that I am Hitler or that he's upset that he has to trust you, which can be a big problem for a lot of people. Mister Blobby, you left it very ambiguous. <laughs> hey, I expect that from Mister Blobby. We appreciate your email. 
Also got one uh, from our Russian friend from Steam. Not sure who that is because he also asks for my Steam. So your Russian friend from Steam, Owen, he also has a specific question for you. Oh. Hey, Owen and Phil, I love your podcast. Thank you. And I was wondering if you guys were ever thinking of doing slightly longer podcast. Well, hope you're not listening to this one. <laughs> and it would be great if we could somehow have a rough schedule we are in fact giving you this podcast now and it's a rough format of one every two weeks this is in that contract okay he goes on but i perfectly understand that you guys are busy people and may not be able or willing to do a longer podcast or make a schedule well anyways my craft dinner is almost cooked and can owen solve the great pinoscus debate what so I googled that and actually showed one result, which led me to A404. Mm. I got a YouTube video. So I have video. no idea what that is. I got a YouTube video of young ladies dancing <laughs> provocatively. Um, yeah, P-I-N-U-S-C-U-S. It's one channel, one video. It's like two teenage girls doing a little montage of pictures and salacious dancing. And I know people out there don't like that sort of thing, so I highly suggest you avoid it. Yes, do not search that out. Um, I think as far as the, the scheduling goes, <laughs> season three, are we in three? We're still in know. three. I mean, for the iTunes people, this is just numbered as is. But uh, it's we got such a backward system. But anyway, th this year's set of podcasts is so backwards because we started in January. Well, we were supposed to stop like three or four months ago. Look, look. But we never got all the episodes out, and then we're fiddling. But well, hopefully, if we get to a season four, it'll be more planned out. But unfortunately, somebody was very irresponsible, and because we had a lot of backup podcasts, he. Uh, not saying hey, but it wasn't me. <laughs> Let's get into some news. Yeah, well, we got more emails. Okay, from who? I read the two other ones. We got one from Monique. Yes, but we also, I'm sure Monique would understand if we don't spend that much time on Monique. Happy anniversary. <sighs> Sorry, Monique. My favorite moments from this amazing podcast is Assassination. Agrees with you, and I hope you all <laughs> enjoyed listening to that again. Yes, nice touch last week and uh the sperm role play which, which of course was uh crowd, very unexpected crowd favorite uh, it's it's one of my favorites that and uh us role playing as in a sex convention and you sticking a watermelon up your rectum um, not, not as not as fond a memory for me <laughs> she goes on to say about the news feature yes keep it that's where i had to read and uh 20 is all i'm gonna say uh, I really enjoyed it. I also thought that the P article was fake. So even the listeners are calling yeah, you yeah. out. Everybody's got my ticket. You're, you're terrible. Well, thank you, Monique. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll uh, understand if we don't read out your entire email as well. Thanks for reading the compliments out loud. I can't believe you guys actually read everything. And Phil, mm. is there something you're trying to tell us? Is your life of a wife and son living in a suburban neighborhood just a facade? 
No, 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 no. <laughs> Why so many birthdays and identities? I think you're not who you say you are. What kind of surname is Skimbosh anyway? It's Italian, from Abruzzi. Uh, once again, another fantastic podcast. Keep whoa, 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 you, you skipped the part. Get well, Phil. Where she Until said, the next one nah, comes out, just I'll be losing my social life to AP classes and Sims 4. Woohoo. You should make Phil and I in a Sims 4 and see how it turns out. Okay. You ever do that? I think I talked about this before. Like, on the Sims games, I'll make my enemies and I'll make them fall in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big fuck you and I'll, like, send them a message or a, a video of them, like, making out a woohooing somewhere. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's just like, Careful. they hate me in real life, but look at us. In Canada, you could get arrested for rape if you do that. What? Did you? Didn't I send you a link via Facebook about? There was this huge article, this video, some Canadian news station that is hanging out in game stores, and they're saying that if you know, if you mod, they were showing a bunch of Grand Theft Auto Five mods where people were shooting other people in the dick, or just humping other people, or having dogs. They're pretty much saying virtual sexual assault requires the same type of manpower as real sexual assault. What? Yeah, they were calling people uh, that do mods no. hackers. The hackers will, <laughs> well, they'll hack your programs and they'll do rapes. The fortunes. You get hacked into rapes. So <laughs> they were just throwing out hack and rapes. Hello, this is our article. Hack, rape, rape, hack, hack, rape. So would you be annoyed if I uh, made you woohoo with me? <laughs> as long as you got the proportions correct. I don't want to be misrepresented in your little... I know hobbits have a different height, kind of everything smaller. I don't know what kind of Lord of the Rings fantasy you've got going on about where I live. <laughs> just because I mentioned Cobble Roads one time. You live I've in the fucking shires. I'm talking to you through the internet. Yeah, I all right. that backwards. Look, that shit's everywhere. I'm not saying that you don't live in some Hobbit-esque... <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> like, oh, look at this paved roads. <laughs> what kind of accent are you doing there, Phil? Hobbit. <laughs> oh, Christ. I need to tell you some news. I would love to listen to some news. News! Efren Carrillo, a member of the Board of Supervisors of California's Sonoma County, was charged with misdemeanor peaking. That's in quotes. Last year in Santa Rosa, after he, returning home from a club late at night, saw his female neighbor's light on and decided to drop in on her, although he did not even know her name. He had knocked at her back patio door, carrying beers, but was dressed awkwardly, according to this article. The woman... Oh, that's what, she, uh, that's what the woman said when she called 911, that the man was dressed awkwardly. In retrospect, the county supervisor told police afterwards, I should have had my pants on. This sounds really familiar. I think you told this last podcast. wasn't in the podcast. I told it to you after the podcast. Carry on. Well, you kind of managed to kill the uh, timing of the I should have had my pants on. So uh, well, how about did you? I have another news article. What about you? <laughs> Oh, I didn't find any. Oh, well. I have... Oh, wait. Why did I say that? I have another news article for you here. 
This is the definition of absurd. And it's titled, The Boy Who Wasn't Bullied Enough in School. Were you bullied? I mean, I know you chopped people's fingers off <laughs> at school. But, uh, you know, as a, a younger age, were you bullied? Did the did kids pick on you for being, you know, an ad? I mean, I'm sure once they saw how weak you were with your upper body strength, that you were just well, fair game, really. Before puberty... I just, I really didn't have a world. I didn't have a care. Um, I can't imagine you, even as a kid, just like, without a care in the world, just frolicking through a field of daisies. It, it kind of was like that, without getting into too much details, how things were up and down in my life. But yeah, for the most part, until 13, 14, things were like that. And by the time bullying happened, there was... It lasted, yeah, to answer your question, for, for a short while, I was bullied. But do you, like, it, do you remember the names? Generic. Yeah, I think I might have told you in a sims. story, Chris, because you were all like, what are you worried about? Do you think they're going to be listening to the podcast? He, he spit on my sweater at the school dance. <laughs> I mean, like, the rudest thing you could do. And I was all like, <laughs> stop laughing. I was on the verge of tears. You know, it was the ultimate, like... He was just like, you know, you're... I think he called me a faggot or a gay. <laughs> well, because, you know, homosexuality. That was the insult at the time. Oh, I just see you there just with a big glob of just spit and just it was on a, your chest. Faggot, get out of here. It was a big, blue, frumpy, 80s, fuzzy, disco club sweater. Like, oh, isn't it cute that the kids wear this? Um... <laughs> yeah, Chris Chris they Kelly. All over. Chris Kelly, that's his full name. I don't think I could think of it or was afraid at the time. Yeah. Uh I remember that well because Dwayne, who was a bigger dude and who I always considered while not a bully, he was, you know, mine as well because he was indifferent to the bullying, but I guess he had enough and he fucking pushed Chris pretty hard knocked him over and was just complaining in general about how just spitting on somebody for no reason is is not cool and i was like yeah <laughs> take that yeah um so you you had to rely on other people to help you well later i got chris kelly back <laughs> twice once about a year from that incident and then when I saw him at Senior Week <laughs> at the shore. <laughs> what happened? Ah, oh, people weren't expecting me is what happened. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little uncomfortable with that point in my life. I shouldn't have made that, shouldn't have made that little theme song there. <laughs> we shall just move on. Uh. Maybe, maybe some other time. But especially after you said you think I got, think I'm a nice guy or whatever. I don't want to highlight the cockiers of my life. Sorry, Chris. Sorry about that. Uh, He's not sorry. <laughs> no, I'm really not. So Walker Harden, 19, a sophomore at the University of North Carolina School of the Arts, was recognized in April for a Guinness Book record for the highest note ever whistled. B7. <laughs> Harden, 
who told the rally, the, uh, the News and Observer, that he has irritated his parents and friends for years, admits that he whistles all the time, up to four or five hours a day. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> if, if ever there was an appropriate title, the boy who wasn't bullied enough in school, imagine, I, I can't think of growing up with somebody that, without having protection, would be able to whistle four or five hours a day. It's it's just like how long do you really have to love someone before you just <laughs> you know just like, fuck it's, you it's, shut it's, the fuck up I'll fucking exactly, ready. If it was for me for five hours a day and he just kept doing it constantly every day it wouldn't be long before his ass was outside you know just don't come back ever yeah I mean did they get him checked for mental anomalies uh, unless the doctor was like your son has something in his brain if my, my whistleitis yeah. If he just was whistling five hours a day, I'd be like, "Look, son, if you don't if you don't stop, I'm going to smother you in your sleep." <laughs> That's a rightful, rightful thing. Well, I guess news. I guess that's it for the news. Uh, thanks, Chris. Thanks for the fucking spit memories. <laughs> so, <laughs> where are we from here? Oh, good. So I get to move on to more embarrassing shit. <laughs> actually planned this is a uh, very uh phil heavy today all right all right uh some of Which you may remember on the emergency podcast where i kind of gave out little stories that i thought might help some of you uh, younger folk maybe avoid the dating perils i don't know it was just embarrassing shit that i was telling for the sake of entertainment and this is no different Pardon me. So, without really having a title, I just wrote down Phil's embarrassing moment. Uh, there is this chick. Her name rhymes with fancy. So I'm just going to call her fancy. And she was. She was several years older than me. And at parties and stuff, she always was the social butterfly. She was, she was a very hot redhead, very nice to look at. And she was cool, wise beyond her years. And not a slut, which is always a plus. But at parties and stuff, she'd, she'd always have the attention of everybody, boy or girl. And uh, she always made a point of saying something like, well, you got to understand that boys are always thinking with their penis or, you know, something to that effect. Um, sorry, I just had a paranoia that things weren't recording. So everybody, she was like, if the last story, Adam Bausch, oops, well, now I said his name, Adam was, <laughs> if you can take that out, that'd be great, but I doubt you will. Um, if he was the Uber male, this was the Uber female. So long story short, at some point, some point, I managed to, to score a date with her. I think I was 17, because she was a year or two away from being able to legally buy alcohol. So that was a talking point. But, uh, yeah, I, I was surprised. Like, oh, wow, I, I can't mess that up. Especially since she's like, you know, 90% of the time, men are thinking with their dicks. Again, paraphrasing. Um, we went to see... It was James Bond, the first movie in six years. Pierce Brosnan. Goldeneye. Best Bond ever, might I add. Yeah. So, you know, it's a fucking big event. Six years without a Bond movie. Finally having one. We're there. 
at the theater. Me and her can't believe my block, my block, my luck. <laughs> um, nice words. And she she reinforced the whole red hair feisty thing. Um, really, within the first two minutes of the movie, at I might add, it wasn't a midnight screening, but it was a late screening. Somebody had their fucking kid in there, and she stood up. She wasn't very tall or very physically imposing, but she could yell. And I was all like, oh, man, she's so cool, yelling at this family and their stupid crying child at the beginning of James Bond. She's the best chick ever. So movie was awesome. We went to Denny's or whatever fucking diner we went to. And I felt like James Bond. You know, I was just revved up from seeing the movie. It's having good back and forth. And, uh, yeah, while we were eating... She said, in effect, that she was having a nice time, which is odd. And then she hit her tagline. She's like, because most men are always thinking with their penis. And I ruined it in one friggin' sentence by saying, most men can't hide it like me. (laughs) She went red in the face in like three seconds. And in retrospect, I know now, not only was she not a slut... She was just generally ignorant of, despite what she was saying, she got my innuendo. I never show your cards, gentlemen. Never show your cards, ever. It's like tactical warfare. Oh, that night ended quickly. (laughs) That night ended quickly. Um, That was that. That was that. Skimbosh's chance of even having a meaningful female friendship one line ruined everything so even if you're thinking with your dick don't ever let them know <laughs> otherwise <sighs> solid advice from wave <laughs> of absurdity I think I think some other advice as long as we're slinging it out here is that even if you don't have many friends in life you should, at the very least, find yourself somebody that will be a willing shit transfer partner. I don't have one. Well, you do. Hmm. But you don't want me. We're, of course, referring to... What is it? Uh, shit transfer, fecal transplants. There you go. There, We actually do... I mean, if you've been following Wave of Absurdity for a while, you know that we're... Uh, we're interested we're in fecal news. news. Exactly, and I don't know how many podcasts ago, but we gave you an update about uh, fecal transplants and how they had like some sort of doctors were practicing on robots and uh, yeah. all, all sorts of mannerisms. Robot I rectums. Know, I don't know what they're doing, fingering a, a robot. But <laughs> Number no, five is alive. We delivered that uh, hard-hitting news to you, and Phil has got an update on the fecal transplant. So the saga continues, people. Yes, yes. Uh, quick rundown. If you had a particular type of bacteria, which apparently kills you know, like forty to 100,000 people a year, um, I forget the name of it, not mentioned immediately in this article, but one of the only ways to get rid of this bacteria in your gut is to have the bacteria from a healthy donor's fecal matter. So at first, you had to shove poo up your butt. 
other people's poo up your butt. Then they had an improvement where they could uh, kind of run a tube down your throat into your gut and kind of, yeah, send it down that way so you didn't have to get butt-to-butt transfer, which is where Owen thinks he, he belongs in a butt-to-butt transfer if my life depended on a fecal transplant. Mm. What's wrong with being the nice guy and saying, Phil, I would be... I would give you ass to ass if you needed it. Ass to ass resuscitation is. Uh, There's nothing wrong with it. Still nothing wrong with it. I don't know. I don't know. Saving a life here. Oh. What if it was passed back and forth several times? You pooed in my butt, and while we were still connected, I pooed in your butt, and back and forth several times. What are we doing, Owen? <laughs> what is what happening to us? Well, look. Let's not delve into that. In fact, let's not delve into. <laughs> what an image. God. Let's not delve into that image because lo and behold, pill format. Now Owen can shit in capsules for me. And that's how I can take his poo. It's as simple as that. I can put it in a little rolling paper and smoke it up if I want. I can crush it and snort it for instant poo transfer. Technology is here to stay. Poo transfers in your hand in a capsule, time released. You heard it here first. Wave of absurdity. The realest thing you've ever heard. So, obviously we followed this story since it was fairly young. And they've come a long way in such a short time. Yeah. Is, this, is this the pinnacle? Is this it? Uh, not can, can you see them improving poo transfers? Not until it's artificial and it can be uh, delivered through a mist. <laughs> a poo mist. You just walk into the doctor, <laughs> and they're like, "Get ready to inhale." Mm, smells like bacteria. So, would you accept my Pumis? poo transfer in any in, in any form? Yeah, pill, just straight up poo, you know? Or I would mix? take it in a bong format, mixed in with <laughs> sweet berries and other fine blends. <laughs> There's something very wrong with you. <laughs> what? What? Because I'd want to mix in your shit pills with some nice, fine, I don't know, cocoa leaves or some shit? I don't know. Just think of the uh, the mouthfill you could do with that. Mm. Let's not use mouthfill and fecal matter in the same segment. Moving on to... Quick question. Oh, and do you know Double Dutch? Uh... Is that to do with, like, pooing on people's faces? <laughs> Two people's faces. No. Double Dutch is a type of uh, uh, kid's language. Oh, maybe I should have typed <laughs> in. It was way off. <laughs> well. Was it Dutch oven I'm thinking of? <laughs> oh, yeah. Double Dutch is, of course... A game in which two long jump ropes turning in opposite directions are jumped by one or more players jumping simultaneously. Maybe that's not what I'm thinking of. Uh, it's a nonsense language. All right, I don't actually know Double Dutch or how it works. The letters of the alphabet follow the usual pattern of the words in Double Dutch. Gabby, all right, all right. I don't know Double Dutch, but I don't know the name. <laughs> I don't know the name of You started this segment off, and you don't even know what it does. Well, or is. because it's not Double Dutch I'm concerned about. It's this language. I'm going to say Owen is a cock, 
in my nonsense language. Op wapping up, I sop a copo cop cop. <laughs> so if I wanted to say Phil is great, I would say pop hop I lop cop rop yeah yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. Pop hop I lop. <laughs> it is hard to believe Phil is great. Cop rop ea top. <laughs> yeah. If you know what that is, please, for the love of God, help me and email in contact at wave of absurdity. <laughs> Man. Pop lop ea up soppy. Okay. There's How a are you feeling, Phil? I'm still recovering from my fevered uh, days. Good. Because it's time for everyone's favorite feature. Feeling Phil spirit is broken ask me about my spirit hey phil (laughs) hey how's your spirit my friend so very broken you know how broken my spirit is oh i I couldn't imagine it being that broken (laughs) it's not but it's the only way I can uh, think of getting past this shit segment. Acting. <laughs> All right. Uh, ask me. We're, we're, we're uh, rushed. We're rushed for time. Ask me about something else. Uh, it's time for feeling. <laughs> Feel. How you doing, Owen? Oh, I'm doing great. Good, nobody has a segment named Feeling Owen, so fuck off about how you're feeling. Ask me how I'm doing. Hey, Phil. How you doing, Owen? (laughs) We've already established this. (laughs) Hey, Phil. Fuck you, Owen. Sorry, sorry. I'm acting. Fuck you, Owen. I'm still acting. Cunt! Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes. Three, two, one. Hey, everyone, it's a podcast. Uh, <laughs> Ask me how I'm feeling. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to destroy the segment, so we never do it again. But it's not going to work, because I'm going to do it really quick. Hey, everyone. It's time for everyone's favorite segment, Feeling Phil. Hey, Phil, how's your nostrils? Flaring. Ah, what a fabulous feature. Time to move on. Uh, More of that in two weeks' time. It's a long wait for that. Uh, lateral thinking. Where I lay on my stomach and think. Of course, the uh, the favorite feature of, of everyone, where we wrap 
fiddle around, I don't know, <laughs> absurdity and see if he can, oh, things. Absurd. I've given up. <laughs> That's not cool. You're not, your brain's not even sticking around. Ladder of thinking. The game where I propose <laughs> to Phil. <laughs> Phil. And I accept. <laughs> oh, finally. Get your words out, peasant. U.S. citizenship coming my way. So, ladder of thinking. It's, a, it's an absurd question. And uh, usually, but not always, has an absurd answer. 99% and of the time. We propose a tricky qu- You can play at home, see if you can get this. We propose this question to Phil, give him a minute, and in that minute he is allowed to ask me as many yes or no questions as he can in that minute. And hopefully, <laughs> you don't have a really good record of this. I think you've... Because they're all... I don't know how many we've done. It's been at least... 15, 17, around that area. And he's only gone two. So the ratio isn't good for Phil. This... (laughs) (laughs) But maybe we can bump that up to three. I should have had my pants on. (laughs) So here we go. You get a minute after I finish reading this. You are on an island. (laughs) There is... You are on an island that is one mile long and a hundred yards wide. The vegetarian is very dry from a long drought. Suddenly, it catches fire at one end. (gasps) A strong wind is blowing it towards you, burning the whole width of the island. There's no beach, only sheer cliffs. uh, And the sea is infested with sharks. What do you do? What? (laughs) So is the... (laughs) You'll die if you jump off the cliffs because they're 300 feet in the air. Okay, so the gist is there's a wave of fire coming at me and there's nowhere to go. How do you survive is the question. And your time... Do you want me, the time starts now. Does it involve hanging from the side of the cliff? No, your fingers would get burned. Is the size of the cliff important? No. All right, but the fire death is... The answer is specific to fire, surviving fire. Yes. Does it involve not burning? Uh, Or just surviving? Does it involve not burning? Yes, you. Yeah. So you don't get burned at all. Why would you want to burn? In the solution, do you get burnt at all? Yes or no? Uh, no. Does it involve. Leaving the terrain. No. So you're on top of the terrain you described. Yes. In the solution. Yes. And you don't get burned. No. And you don't jump for some weird amount of time. (laughs) Time. Oh, no, you can't chuckle. That's right. No, no, because I was going to give you another question anyway. Well, what was the answer to the jump one? No. All right. So you get one more question. Like, where would you jump? How would you? I don't know. Uh, it's a lateral thinking, laddie. <laughs> um, he jumped and he flapped his arms really hard. My last question is: is just to confirm that there is no special skill or items required for the solution. No. N- 
there are none required. There are no requirements. So one end of the island. And this is more of a reiteration. How many questions are this we This is a reiteration here? of the question. One end of the magical suspended island is catching on fire. And what's it full yeah. of? Read the question again. Dry, veg- uh, uh, dry vegetation. All right. I feel like Leaves, that's bushes, trees. part of the key because dry vegetation doesn't consume as much oxygen in the fire and it would just be like hot friggin' coals or whatever in the fire wouldn't harm you. That's m- My answer is that the vegetation has something to do with the intensity of the burn in that there would never be a surface ignited as much to cause you severe harm or death. All right. Well, I would love to see you stand in a wheat field, a dry wheat field, and uh, set fire to it and see if you come out unscathed. Didn't say that. Just said dry vegetation. <laughs> but there's lots of like you know, bushes and what. It's got kind of everything. Oh well then. Anyway, well, what's your? <laughs> it's all falling apart. <laughs> That's my final answer. Let me hear what the internet says. You are wrong. Yes, yes. The tradition continues. <laughs> <laughs> the actual well I don't know if there's any other ways to <laughs> the actual answer off the internet is but uh, one of the ways to uh, combat this is as follows mud I'll read the question you are on an island that is one mile long and a hundred yards wide the vegetation is very dry from a long drought suddenly <laughs> it catches fire at one end of the island and a strong wind is blowing it towards you Burning the whole width of the island. There's no beach, only sheer cliffs. How do you survive? Dive through that motherfucker. The answer is set fire to the other half of the island and then walk onto the burnt ground. Very simple. So essentially what I said in that you're depriving oxygen, you're creating a firewall or a more controlled fire. So that's under the assumption that your end you're capable of setting fire to without burning yourself well it's the no. same logic yeah well then no, why can't you, you apply a, you that just get a, why can't you, you just walk through the fire that's coming to you coming towards you you get a, you get a stick you set how do you stick start a fire? fire well the fire's already been started so you run towards the fire get some of that with a stick hold it up like the statue of liberty right get your run fire like a fucking relay race run back to your then... side suddenly you're a fire starter that knows how to do a controlled burn to the point no, because where you can safely you stand... get behind that fire line or whatever no, it's called you stand at the edge of the cliff you obviously oh you know... so now you can stand at the edge of the cliff yes but you're not hanging off of it you idiot all right well i don't see how that differs from the fire coming from the other side you have to put because yourself not... in danger no to There's get a, a log no, that's on fire. Your, your, your way, you're going through fire. And who does that? Who, who tries to so escape how fire do you get, by running into it? You're still going to have to run through your own fire. No, because the fire's going to be in front of you. So what's that got to do with anything? You're never going to be touched with fire. So you have to set fire behind you, not let it go further, and wait for it to you, burn you, out <laughs> to get... In that dead zone. Oh, whatever did this feature again. Well, not with that one. I'm just saying, out of all the lateral thinkings, that one leaves the most open for debate. It doesn't. It does. Everybody will agree with me. Email no. and contact at waveofabsurdity.com to let Owen know that he's barking up this the wrong tree. This was supposed to be here. a nice podcast. I'm hungry.
You're not yourself when you're hungry, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I have to say about that. Well, you've mugged me off. <laughs> huh? What are you going to say to that, pussy? <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we back at nursery? <laughs> Why don't you explain what's going on while I grab the cake scraps? Well, it's everyone's favorite feature. Extended. Aside somehow. from every other feature that we have. Um, mouthfeel. Alright, this is a little something I saw on Facebook. If you can pronounce correctly every word in this poem, you will be speaking English better than 90% of the native English speakers in the world. After trying the verses, a Frenchman said he'd prefer six months of hard labor to reading six lines aloud. I'm going to be eating cake scraps and attempting... What the hell is cake scraps? They're parts of a cake not used. Yeah. Um, didn't I, I already told you what the cake scraps were. Why are you asking? I was doing it for the listeners. No. Um, for cake scraps? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Oh, cake scraps? What the uh, hell is that? Is that some sort of erotic, erotic, exotic food? Why is it erotic and exotic <laughs> all of a sudden? Oh no, it could be a penis Alright, alright, my wife was making a cake Is this just because you want to talk about emergency cakes? <laughs> my wife, as a favor to a friend, a neighbor Made a cake really quickly last night And she had to carve a dragonfly Pieces of a dragonfly to put together So out of two cakes, she did all her carving That left all the scraps She's like, I'm going to just throw this out. Whoa, little lady, what do you mean throw it out? So I have cake scraps. <laughs> You're like a feral child. Well, just no, because she wasn't <laughs> going to eat doing? it. What are you doing? But why would you throw away perfectly good cake? So, now there's some words. They transport in, the cake. <laughs> there's, words in, there's words in here. I, I don't know what they mean. I don't know if I'm going to get through the whole thing because oh, it's kind of long. Maybe I'll just go fast. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, a link will be up if anyone asks. I'll be more than happy to post it. Here we are. Dearest mm. creature, inclination, study <laughs> English pronunciation. I will teach you in my verse. Sounds like corpse, 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 and worse. I will keep you, Susie, busy. Make your head with heat grow dizzy. Tear and I, you dress will tear. So shall I. I will hear my prayer. Just compare heart, beard, and herd. Dies and diet, lord and word, sword and sword, retain in Britain, mind the latter is how it's written. Now I surely will not plague you with such words as plague and aggro. But be careful how you speak. Yeah, say break and stake, but bleak and streak. Cloven, oven, how and low, script, receipt, show, poem, and toe. Can we say devoid of trickery, regarded after to shippery. Typhoid, measles, topsails, aisles, exile, similes, and reviles, scholar, vicar, and cigar, solar, mica, war, and far, one, anemone, balmoral, kitchen, lichen, laundry, laurel, Gertrude, German, wind, and mine, scene, mel- melpomene, mankind. Billet does not rhyme with ballet, bouquet, wallet, mallet, chalet, blood and flood are not like food. Nor is mud like should and would. Vicious, viscount, load and broad, toward to forward to reward. 
Mm. And your pronunciation is okay when you correctly say croquet. Rounded, wounded, grieve and sieve. Friend and feed, alive and live. If you preview flamish clamor, and the yammer rhyme with hammer. Rival, um, river rival, tomb, bomb, comb. Doll and roll and summon home. Stranger does not rhyme with anger, neither does devour with clangor. Souls but fool, foul, haunt but ant, font, front, won't, want, grand and grant. Yes. Shoes goes does. Now first they finger and then singer ginger linger. Real zeal mauve gauze gals and gays marriage foliage mirage and a. Query does not rhyme with very nor does fury sound like berry. Dust lost post and doth cloth loth. Job knob bosom transom oath. Though the differences seem little, we say actual but victual. Refer does not rhyme with defer. Fofer does not, and zephyr heifer. Mint, punt, senate, and sedate, dull bull, and jewelry's eight late. Scenic, Arabic, Pacific, science, conscience, conscience, and scientific. Oh, fuck. I'm all fucked up. And you had like I 300 s- paragraphs to go. Yeah, that's that's half. Oh, so much cake. I think you like purposely stuffed your stuffed stuffed your I would fail instantly. Stuffed your mouth full of so much cake that we couldn't even hear you pronunciate the words, so we couldn't call you. Mm. What all your mispronunciations? Well, the world will never know. <laughs> well, <clears throat> they will. Did you do that? Well, I stuffed my face because it's mouthful. Oh, when do you ever put so much commitment in mouthfeel oh, anymore? Oh, it's because it's fresh cake. Mm. <laughs> well. I didn't see you with this so much energy when it was ice cubes. If if you want to vocaroo, that'd be something to do there. Pick a few lines. Yes. It was on much, much longer. Very maddening. Hmm. Delicious. So the poll is still up. If you want to vote on the Master Debater, which we will get to in two more weeks. <laughs> so lots of time to, to vote. I'm currently winning. <laughs> Listen to the old episodes. Email in about anything. Uh, I'm sure Phil is not going to even vote. And then he's going to start complaining again. Oh, I didn't vote. The well, I posted my open. screenshot. It, 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 you're talking nonsense. Hmm. You're talking nonsense. <laughs> How would you uh, rate this episode? Out of? I don't know. Uh, twelve. Uh, and a half. A scale of twelve to half? Twelve and a half. Twelve yeah. and a half. Um, six and a half. I think we brought it, oh. even though we don't oh. know. Oh. Oh. Alright. You hear that? That's the timer. Unbelievable. Well, our friendship has emerged such that we know exactly how long we will talk. Kind of neat. Ah, we're sorry that uh, you didn't get a proper full episode of all the favorite features. But um, (laughs) two weeks 
you build the anticipation, right? I thought you were going to be like, we're sorry, the podcast has ended now. <laughs> Please end your listening devices and return to your schooling or transportation. We're Bye, shitting. everyone. You could be shitting. Let's not forget that. A lot of people listen to podcasts. Who listens to podcasts while, while they're, they're shitting. shitting? Nobody does that. While they're Nobody pooping. Does Fecal matter Nobody is coming why? out of your butt while listening to us. All right. Owen. Somebody, while listening to us, was having poo come out of their anus. Quality podcasting. I would argue with you, but I got a lot to do. (laughs) In the bathroom. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) I'm stopping my recording now. Enjoy these outtakes. We have outtakes? <laughs> Boy, you know you did a good podcast when your partner tells you suddenly that there's outtakes. <laughs> so just like last uh, podcast, we have some outtakes for you, so please enjoy. <laughs> I'm stopping. Here's some crazy <laughs> outtakes. <laughs> Hey, everybody, do you like outtakes? Let's listen to some outtakes. Everybody loves outtakes. We purposely removed them from the podcast so we can put them at the end as outtakes. Set one hour countdown. Okay, your timer is set for... (laughs) Hello, I purchased the K app for my phone. Uh, well, thank you, Monique, for not just... Uh, perfect do good. (sighs) I don't like it. I want to start again. <laughs> Sorry. I don't like it. Start from where? Again. From where? The beginning. The podcast? Yeah. Oh, Christ. <laughs> God damn it. I was feeling good about that. I wasn't at all. All right. <clears throat> all, right. all right. Am I stopping the recording and doing a new one? No, no. We'll keep right. going. I like the intro. I'm going to do it again. So, all right. So we're starting over, but you like the intro, but we're still doing that part again. We're doing the intro again. Three. You need to do a fake, you know, I'm like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> okay. All right, acting. For what part? <laughs> just, just, just a no. So wait, here, here's your fucking episode notes, Phil. We're redoing. Here. Here's your notes. Note one. Just be gay. Go. Three. <laughs> yes. Two. One. Three. Two. Well, it's already started. Just go whenever. Set one hour countdown. <laughs> My web search turned this up. <laughs> Fuck it. Wow. I didn't think it was possible for anything you have to be more annoying than O'Neill, but wow. Okay. Uh, Three. Get your shit together, too. It's because I didn't, I didn't pronounce it properly. All right. Three. Two. God praise everyone. One. Set one hour countdown. I love a good countdown. <laughs> He's never said that before. 